Well, I mean, oh, you know, they're all they're all uphill from here. So I mean, that's that's that. You know what? All right, you two minutes, me. Let's do it. Brace yourself. I'm ready. Right. In three, two. Hello, and welcome to Geeks Can't, where we speak the speak the secret language of thieves and geeks, and completely ruin uh, an intro. Can you tell? Can you see anything different? Or hear anything different? About, <laughs> can you hear anything different about this episode at all? Uh, uh, if you haven't already, uh, my name is John Christian. I'm the Dwarven DM, and today we're going to. Um, we're going to change things up just a little bit and screw things up while we're at it, uh, because that's the brand, uh, everyone. Amen. That is the brand. No one said that we're professionals. I know no. I, we could be doing this for 100 years, that's and right. we would still completely be amateurs. So That's true. Uh, so uh, I would like to introduce the um, as uh, the Mo to uh, Troy's and my Curly and Shemp. Uh, in this yeah, in this trio like of of ding dongs here, uh, for those that are are listening at home, uh, we were going to do an interview today with uh, our beloved Zach Goins. He has a project that's going to be in flight here shortly. Feels so make wrong. Sure give him some love. We just need to shut this off right now. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, is it, there's not enough snark. Is that what it is? I it, yeah. like. The, do I need to? Okay. Yeah, we got this turd that's uh, that came on the show. Ah, I don't even know yeah, how he came here. He's, he's been right. waiting in the yeah. green room for a while. That feels uh, right. He's unkempt, unbathed, ungroomed. But, uh, you know, he he, he paid the right price, which was free mm. uh, to uh, to be on the show today. So we're going to, I don't know, we're going to listen to him bloviate about some crap that he's going to do. Is that better? Okay. Hey. A little about a boat and a, and a Swedish chef. Or something That's like good. that. I feel right? so. It feels cozy right now. It's it's funny. It's, it went, <laughs> we it went our hatred. It <laughs> went from it went from no, we need more snark to oh, I'm just gonna you know condescending douchebag. Yeah, he does. I don't know uh, anything he, in he between. I either know really nice and sincere, or I know. You know, complete butthead. So that's what you get. 2.2 seconds. Right. Like, you know what? For those that are joining us on the um, Zine RPG Facebook group, thank you for joining us. This is the real show. Uh, This is is like everything before that was just us trying to play to a new crowd and seem like we actually had our act together. This, this is the show. So, uh, and we've suckered you in. And I love it. And I love it. And if you don't, just wait longer. Just wait longer. Just You'll wait get longer. used to it eventually. <laughs> You'll start to absorb all of it, and then it'll be feel right. like this. I didn't even know that I needed this all along. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the interviewees are starting to wonder: Is this a good idea? <laughs> I swear, I'll be professional and kind uh, to our interviewees. But Zach, no. No. this character, no. Mm, no. it's time. Let's do this. All, all right. right. Yeah. So, well, I say we go ahead and we, we get cracking. Nah. You're an, you're the interviewee, Zach. Yeah, you don't yeah. We, run we this do ship thing. now. Okay, uh, speaking like if we're talking about ships here, this is like all the all the, uh, the prisoners have run amok on this ship, and now mm-hmm. the captain is tied to the keel hall. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So let's. We you want to start at the top? We to start at the top. Yeah, hit it. Go right. for it. Hit me. So Zach, you know, welcome to the show. Thank um, you. So tell the listeners out there, uh, who are you? And what have you done? Who do you think you are? Yeah, who do you uh, think you are? 
that's listen let's not let's let's just table that question and not come back to it um, but <laughs> next question please um next question pass yeah uh so if you uh if you uh, are on kickstarter you might know my profile on there is bite size gaming uh my name is zach goins i've done about two dozen different kickstarters uh either running them or helping someone run theirs or consulting on on uh, along with the team uh been doing that for a couple of years now done all sorts of things from 5e to system neutral stuff to mothership and now more quark and i'm here to to hopefully sell you and your listeners however whoever those four people might be on hi mom uh, <laughs> hi mom you know, yeah. my other my actually my my spam account is watching too. My bot, yes. I've got at least a handful yeah. of bots. Like, I think yeah. Gurk has that, been a bot all, all along. I'm just really, really good at AI. So That sounds about right. Well, so, yeah. So, my, my Morkborg adventure is called Seven Aboard the Shackle. Um, and this is my first foray into uh, this new, new quote-unquote, system. Um, and I'm really, really, really excited about it. Okay. In all seriousness, um, it's great. I've read it, and I'm excited for it. Mm. But I mean, let me ask you this: Why choose Morkborg? Oh, that's I've been I've I've tried to table and ca- as many questions as I can because I knew that we'd be ramping up to this. Mm. So, uh, so why Morkborg? Why not a different system? <laughs> yeah, I was talking on. Uh, let's see, um, Wobblies and Wizards, which is another mm-hmm. show. Um, uh, Shout uh, out Wobblies and Wizards. There you go. Um, and they, they asked a similar question, and uh, so I'll give a similar answer. Uh, back in October, we attended Game Hole Con, had a little booth there, and uh, across the way from us was Ed Burrell selling Masticator's Gate, which is a more important thing. And then uh, on the booth next to us, they had a big old stack of Phil Reed Mork Borg stuff. So mm. we were kind of flanked by Mork Borg, and here we were with our 5E and Mothership and things like that, right? And I had had the uh, Morkborg hardcover sitting on my shelf for forever. Didn't really get into it. Thought it was cool, but not maybe the thing that I was going to fall in love with. But I got to talking with Ed, and Ed said, um, "I said, Ed, what, what? Help me know. Like, why did you write for the system? And like, what? What do I need to know about Morkborg in order to get the system?" And he said, uh, "Well, Morkborg is a hundred percent style and zero substance." And then he went on to show me his book that I would argue has plenty of substance right along with the style and is awesome. But I was like, well, but if the if the if the bar for Morkborg is style and no substance, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. If, if if you want to talk about, you know, no substance, hold on. I'm your guy. I'm your, guy. your yeah. guy. That's right. I'll be. <clears throat> Uh, so I went back home and I'm like, all right, well, let's let's take a look. So I opened up the book uh, for a second time. I'd already read it through all once, and I was like, but reading it through again, I was like, oh, there really is nothing to this system. Uh, it really is just like. When are we getting them on the show to, to interview them at some point? Can you please tell me what is it? What were you thinking when you created a system with no substance? Is that's that, right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, like the the substance is in the style. It's not mm-hmm. in the mechanics, right? Mm-hmm. It's not in the math. It's not in the formula. It's not in anything like that. It's in the fact that they built a really cool world and they create an atmosphere with their book to tell really fun stories and to play mm-hmm. really interesting characters, right? Like everything about the book is the experience at the table um, 
with regards to weirdness and, and disturbing imagery and, and terrifying scenarios and deadly stuff, right? Like it's just all about that sort of environment. And I, and I found that I actually really liked it that second time through. And of course that led to jumping on Kickstarter, jumping on Exalted Funeral, uh, jumping on drive through and just buying everyone else's Morkborg stuff and trying mm-hmm. to catch up, right? That's the way with any system that you get into. At least I, maybe I'm an outlier, but that's the way I do it. I, I, once I get it, I'm like, no, I must own it all. Um, and uh, after about six books that I read through of different other peoples, I'm like, ah, I can do this. I want to do this. I want to be a part of this community. I want to, I want to add my voice to it, add my ideas to it, and just kind of get in the thick of things with it. Um, and I had this idea for a prison crawl for a long time, um, not necessarily tied to Morkborg, with the idea of like, wouldn't it be fun to do like an Arkham Asylum for Batman style, mm-hmm. like romp through a prison that's been taken over by the inmates. Um, and then I had also kind of added to that uh, a few months beforehand, the idea that like, what if it was on a ship? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, in our, in our own history, we have this idea uh, or this reality of, we took ships of the line, especially in places like, uh, I, I think this was heavily prevalent in, uh, uh, or heavily quote unquote, but in, uh, uh, the UK and in France, if I'm, if, if I'm remembering my history correctly, they would take and decommission ships of the line and they would turn, they were like, they didn't sail anymore, right? Like they weren't going to take them out to sea, but they would like put them in the Harbor and they would like build on top of them and they would retro fit everything to be a prison. You know, like these floating prisons that are just set out in port where they could be out of everyone's way. And it's really easy to contain people when they're, mm-hmm. there's only water, right? Yeah. Um, the that moves. Yeah. And so I thought that was really interesting. And so uh, Seven Aboard the Shackle is this idea of putting that in the Morkborg world where you already have a world that knows it's going to end. Prisons become really interesting. Um, who is in a prison? Who isn't just put to death or who is even still maintaining the law when when there's a ticking clock on life itself? Right. Um, and the answer, I think, is that the people that a surviving kingdom doesn't want to think about <laughs> for their last days, but can't quite kill because it might come back on them in their last days or people that people that get put on a ship set adrift on the endless sea and are like, I'm just going to convene conveniently forget about you out there uh uh for the two weeks or two months or two years that we have left so that's that's what we got it's awesome yeah that that i mean i mean it gives a lot of flavor gives a lot of a fun aspect to it i think no i like that i remember whenever you were when you were first when it was just the seed of the idea right yeah and what i you, uh, I think I, you probably messaged me on Facebook, or maybe we were just BSing about it. I, all I remember is you saying, uh, "Prison, prison ship, dungeon crawl." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, shut up yeah. and take my money!" <laughs> I'm already so freaking excited about this. Like, no, come the fact on, that it's, this, this, this is Zach. It's shut up and give me a free copy. Yeah, g- yeah give me. <laughs> let me see your draft. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I yeah. still I still support Zach stuff, but yes, I, lo- I love being able to see it in its uh, in its uh, nematode in its finished form, form too. You know, yeah, to see where it started, where it ended. Oh yeah, absolutely, really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's so okay. 
I know enough about uh, plenty enough after reading through the draft and, and some of the stuff with it uh, that there are some in there's interesting mechanics in this uh, outside of just the story being this mm. cool, you know, you know, uh, heavy metal uh, prison ship, dungeon crawl, Mork Borg, very, very Mork Borg, right? It's very yeah. macabre and, and gruesome and, gritty and and uh and morbid yeah. and things like that so the th- it's like you're the things that you buy the ticket you pay for the ticket for right it gets mm-hmm. does all that stuff i think that one of the things about this that is genius i mean that in all sincerity uh is, no you don't but that's fine yeah <clears throat> listen man i'm trying here all right <laughs> okay well, that's fine. <laughs> i appreciate the track never mind we can i'm trying my part. best to Thank polish you, a turd man. what do you what do you want Thank from you. me right now okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> no is uh no no seriously is that the re- the replayability aspect of this as mm-hmm. a DM slash GM slash more Borg equivalent insert here. Um, I want to be able, if I'm going to purchase something or if I'm going to, if I'm going to have something on my shelf, I'd like it to have a life beyond one yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, do me a favor. Can you, let's park on that for a second. I don't want to tell that I, I, like from the creator's mm-hmm. mouth. I want you to tell me what is it about this game that gives it such a massive swath of replayability absolutely um do you want like do you have the cap capacity uh, or capability of like showing some of the screen of of the pending it's funny you mentioned that i just transitioned see how oh you're delightful i am right here <clears throat> well okay right, so also doing the best that we can for our listeners at home there you go uh so yeah so Replayability is big for me too. I like one shots. I like really short things. Um, I'm not a huge, super long campaign guy, um, and I like running for different groups of people. So uh, you're not just getting a prison crawl that is really direct and is like, here, this is what's in this room. This is what's in the next room. That's that's not what I wrote. Um, it's filled with tables. Not um, every room on the ship, every area of the ship was once something on a ship of the line. And then it became something else when it became a prison ship. And then the inmates took over and they've retrofitted it further. So who knows what any area of this ship will be once the party gets on it. You don't even know as the dungeon master. You will be rolling on a table for every single area and it's going to give you a description. Maybe that description is something like a summoning room or an altar room or a shrine. Maybe it's something a little bit more understood like a brig right or an armory um or maybe it's something really bizarre like an eldritch engine or an inner sanctum um but you're going to get a description of what the uh what the area on the ship is and then as the dm every time the party enters a new layer of the ship right whether it's the deck the buildings on top of the deck that have kind of been retrofitted or one of the sub levels you're going to roll a set of dice off of a table whole fistful of dice and as you roll them they're going to come up and tell you like seeding that entire deck with different creatures different spirits and ghosts uh tragedies um uh bodies and mutilations uh crippled captives or members of the seven the inmates that uh have escaped um, and you're going to determine like, okay, well, I rolled and I have these spirits that are on this level and these minions and these, and I'm going to, all right, well, this first area that they enter is going to be a brig. I'm going to grab a, two spirits and a body and I'm going to drop them in there from what I rolled. That's going to be 
this room. In the next room, I'm going to look at what I still have left. I'm going to all right, well, one of the seven and two of their minions are going to be in this room because it's an inner sanctum. And so that makes sense for one of the seven to be there. And you're going to build and discover the story of this ship right along with your players as you go level to level hunting down the members of the seven. But because it's all random, you're going to re you're going to discover a new story every time you play. Yeah. yeah I love that. I mean, yeah, obviously, it is not a requirement that you randomize your um, the the layout of the ship. But man, that se- that seems like because uh, I think for what you told me before during some of your playtesting that half the fun was not just like flipping a card and seeing what was in there, but also seeing what's in there and then almost justifying it with yep. your. With, with your player group, the yeah. players had agency to a, to, to a degree about why it was there, what the story was behind it and, and why it made sense. And I thought that was awesome. Right. Yeah. It, it, it includes the, the fact that everything is generated. And especially if you have the, as the GM communicate that to your players at the beginning of the game, Hey, this is a game where everything's generated and I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You are now a player right alongside your players, right? Yep. You have a different role, but, but you're discovering right alongside them and they are helping you flesh this out right alongside, right? Like they understand that you're approaching the idea that you drew a vermin nest card and you, all you have left are three spirits and you're like, all right, uh, there's rats in here. And I guess there's three spirits. They're like, Ooh, are the spirits infecting the rats or whatever? Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It's, it's meant to be, somewhat a collaborative experience, but um, I've also ran it through where I didn't tell the players, right? And I just rolled everything in secret and played and they thought it was interesting and they kept saying, oh, I love the story here. I'm like, there's, I don't even know the story here, but Good, I'm this is the only it. time you'll ever hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got recording. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, no, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Hit, hit it, Troy. So would you say that that, you know, the, this replayability, this mechanic of, of seeding the, the levels of the ship, is your favorite part about the project? And if not, what is your favorite part? Uh, well, I mean, in some ways it is. Yeah, I mean, I adore that side of it. It's also like, I like this sort of dark storytelling. So that it was just fun to get to. Like, Morkborg lets you let out your those, those mm-hmm. uh, darker tales, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I think the thing that I've really fallen in love with, and John, you mentioned it, and you saw it as you were scrolling through, but... Um, I really like the card system that kind of came out of it. There's a table system that's baked into the book, but then I had a map and I was like, I, I need a reason for this map to be here because I really want there to be a map, but I want there to be more than just like, uh, stick tokens on a map, uh, move the token one area. Great. That's it. Right. And so, uh, uh, the, the concept of cards and like you lay out cards and you flip those cards over. So it's, you can still roll on the tables, but you could also buy this card pack. And, and what that does is it makes it evident to the players in a more tangible way that this is being discovered for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really cool. I've got, I've been play testing it in roll 20. Uh, I've got all the cards built into the VTT there. And when players get to flip the card, and they're like, oh, this inner sanct, what's that going to be? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. and you, you go through it like that. That's just fun. It's a new game that I haven't played before, right? That's very cool. Yeah, I, I like that interplay. I especially like the idea of the, the DM not knowing. 
yeah or the gm that's a that's a really cool aspect to it um you know i know john is a huge prepper oh um, man he he likes to have everything you know laid out and ready to go and and so that way there's no real surprises and this is the exact opposite of that this is hey i showed up i've got my pencil i've got my paper let's find out what the players are going to go up against no, mm-hmm. it doesn't make my eye twitch at all not no. not even not even a little bit no yeah <laughs> no it really does this is the thing is though there it is built around that though that's the thing that that's why i'm excited to do something like this and that you know neurotic need yeah. to prep for have everything kind of lined up already um that's silenced because there's a visual aspect of where the, what the layout is that you can go back to. We don't, we don't have to all try to remember in our minds what was in the other room or what was in this room, two rooms back or anything like that. It's all right there for me to be able to use. And then there are enough tools that are handed off to the, the GM and to the players to essentially like, look, here's what it is. And here's the basic description of what could be in there or what is in there, but you get to fill out the rest of it. And I'm not having to do it by myself. So there's a safety net. Yeah, players yes. are helping me do it. Yes. Now, now, Zach, in our in our chat, um, so one of our one of our loyal listeners and viewers has said that they would like a soundtrack to go with this. Is there oh. anything that you might want to let slip? Yeah. So let's see. So there's going to be a couple things that I could maybe let slip. There's going to be a soundtrack one way or another. Um, that's 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 a must. Uh, at this point, um, I will say that not only is there probably going to be an ambient sound track, uh, but there will also be, um, I don't want to name the, the band because, um, because nothing is final, not quite finalized yet, but there's a band, uh, a, a death metal band that has their roots in, uh, and fantasy themes that has, approached us and is working on uh, a, a, a death metal uh, EP or, or, or LP for, for, uh, for the game. So it'll be custom tra- a custom theme track and then some, some metal music to go along that's with awesome. it that's remixed and has lots of uh, seafaring aesthetic to it. That's fantastic. So hopefully that, uh, Craig, I hope that... Uh, What's your whistle? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this: uh, If you could, I'm gonna, I'll throw. I'm gonna. I'll put you on the spot for a second. If Uh-oh. you could take any metal song, nope, that is not nope. gonna work. Can't do the that. Way you want it to? Nope. It's not, <laughs> the the thing that I know I don't, the least I about, I don't like it. It's I enjoy listening to it when I'm writing certain things, but I am not versed in it so oh, you could fair. ask me the question that you're about to ask and i will would not be able to give you a single answer that doesn't just make me look like a schmuck um, so. <laughs> <laughs> that question did not help our interviewee so no, <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm writing that one down no. as uh, but, uh i'm not gonna ask that one again. yeah no putting it, on the spot we are we are running close to the end of this segment Mm-hmm. Um, so, Zach, is there anything else that you want to let us know about this project, future projects, past projects, or anything else? And where can people find you other than 
just waiting for a few more minutes and listening to the bumper at the end. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, so what what could I say? Uh, we're gonna go live right around the end of January, right at the first of February, somewhere in that neighborhood. I haven't quite picked the date yet, uh, but but that's where we'll be. You could already follow Seven Aboard the Shackle uh, by uh, uh, heading to our landing page over on Kickstarter. We'll have the link in the show notes. Um, you can also find it by going to the Bite Size Gaming. Uh, 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 group on Facebook. You can also find it on Geeks Cant uh, or World of Game Design, which is kind of what the umbrella that I that I'm nestled under. Um, so there's a lot of places to find it. Probably the easiest place, the place I should be pointing to you, is to World of Game Design uh, on Facebook. Um, other than that, I would say yeah. Um, so it's not just going to be a zine. It's going to have uh, a big map that folds out with all the levels of the ship. It's going to have eighty some cards that really help you tell those stories uh uh in a cool way um and i'm really really excited about it i think it's going to be a lot of fun um and uh, uh i don't know what else to say other than that so well i'm, I'm excited about it too when, when does it go live how about that that's a good question when does it go live he already, he already answered that i already answered it but i'll say it again uh either on, either on the 25th there we go or on the first what One I was doing is just trying to make sure that everybody heard that. There that's you go. Awesome. Yes. Fair oh, enough. I appreciate oh, that's that. What <laughs> nice, no. nice cover. Nice recovery. There you go. Yeah, You're yeah, welcome. Yeah. Uh, one of those two. Um, so it'll be really quick, right around the corner or still right around the corner. So, right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Zach. Uh, I mean, hopefully we can get you on the show sometime in the future. Um, this was as mediocre as it gets. Consider it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But we're we're glad for punishment. So good luck <sighs> doing all that you do. Well, I had been dreading this for a solid month. So um, well, considering you're the one that set all this up, I kind of feel like you know this is this is my devil. Um, fair enough. Well, <clears throat> thank you guys. Appreciate it. Um, when you guys do something, I'll I'll pay it forward. Oh, oh we don't do anything. Yeah. Oh wow, that's uh. <laughs> so I will never do anything. Ever. I will never. There's a threat. Yep. That's it. I'm done. Cool. Success. Well done. Well done. Good yeah, job. Put me on. All right. All so right, we'll leave everybody. it at that and uh, yeah. we'll let the bumper speak, uh, say the rest. Yeah. And uh, we will see you on the next episode coming up here real quick. So until then, have great games and buy more zines. Yep. Everybody take care and be safe. Adios. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and want to hear more, go ahead and hit the subscribe button here on the podcast feed. And while you're at it, give us a review and some stars if you could. If you want to watch one of our shows live, we record uh, just about every Sunday and Tuesday pretty consistently on YouTube and Twitch. You can find links to both of those if you head on over to the Discord or just shoot us a message on Facebook if you want. Also, give us a like on Facebook while you're there as uh, we tend to post uh, upcoming shows and notices and things like that on our Facebook feed. All right, we'll see you next time.